world where we turn conversation into action. Thank you for joining. This episode is titled, What is Creating Utopia? I'm 10 episodes in and just getting around to introducing myself. Right off the top, I'm not a utopian. I don't believe that a utopia is actually possible, as defined by everyone. But the world we're living in today is a utopia in many, many ways, compared to what it was most, if not all generations of people have been living in throughout history. Creating utopia is simply an umbrella term. It's an idea that I use to house all of the micro ideas that I've come across, and those that exist that I've yet to discover, that simply seem to make sense. I'm going to spend the next 15 to 20 minutes convincing you that all of us have always been and always will continue trying to create utopia. But before I jump in and begin to explain what I'm trying to put together here, I'll give a little bit of background about who I am and why I want to reach out to people all over the world through this podcast. I was born and raised in a small town in Canada. The house I grew up in is in one of the safest, most conventionally peaceful neighborhoods that you could imagine. No real crime, no real threats, just above average coexistence. But the amount of people that I grew up with, and those around me that are suffering mental illness today, and the amount of people who have committed suicide before their 30th birthday has been a real wake-up call. Why in a society where our needs are met and our lives could be nothing but enjoyable are people suffering? I may have never considered any of this had I not been in a multi-flip car accident in my early 20s and I somehow walked away unscathed. Just three months later I was diagnosed with a rare infection in my lower back that required two minor surgeries and one major resulting in about two months where I lost the ability to walk. I grew up playing sports, hockey, basketball, and football, but it was during this period where I nearly died in an accident and now ironically couldn't walk due to an unrelated illness where I feel I was given a new lease on life. It was the first time that I looked around, realized how lucky I was to have lived the life I had lived up to that point. I started to study and I read hundreds of the most challenging books I could find. And it was a transitionary moment where I started to notice how much I could actually do to improve the lives of others. When I graduated from college with two business marketing diplomas, I pursued a career in the nonprofit industry. I figured it was as close to the exact opposite of promoting capitalism. I was encouraging people to use their money for good. I spent four years living in different cities in Canada, traveling to and living in as many cities in North America that I could. It adds up to about 30 over that four-year span. And I took trips to Europe, South America, and Africa in an attempt to learn how humans are interacting and engaging in different parts of the world. I wanted to see if there was anywhere that people were actually living lives that seemed worth mimicking for everyone else. I've since come to realize that no matter what your socioeconomic status, no matter where you live, what you have access to, what you look like or what you believe, that we're all just human beings living lives on this planet trying to figure out the best route to take with no real roadmap. We all just woke up one day in the place we were born and we adopted norms and values that existed long before we arrived. 
I interacted with strangers every day, having intimate conversations. That was my job for those four years. I was advocating for children growing up in extreme poverty, learning about what people think is important in life, encouraging my fellow citizens to contemplate their own existence and the ability they held to change a life in a meaningful way. I was able to help hundreds of North Americans connect with their own humanity to help complete strangers, enabling survival, education, and an opportunity to flourish for kids that otherwise may not have had much of a chance in this life. It simply isn't fair that I woke up with food, water, electricity, education, roads, cars, airplanes, telephones, the internet, while others are born with nothing. Look around the place that you live. If you're listening to this, you have the internet, you have electricity, I would guess you have access to food and water, and you're sleeping indoors relatively safely. You are a person who has the ability to change numerous lives in immeasurable ways. The concept of creating utopia came to me when I started to see that no matter who you are and what you believe, 99% of us are trying to make the world better defined by what we've been taught or believe is true. We all want something. We all want to go to sleep and not have to worry that we might not wake up. We all want to know that tomorrow isn't going to be a struggle. Human beings are and always have been attempting to create utopia, I would argue since humans began to think. To paraphrase one of my favorite quotes from Sam Harris, we're all trying to create a world that our minds want to be a part of. I'm not a utopianist. I don't think we ever can agree on a perfect world. So we can't create it. But every action we take moves us on a continuum toward a more positive or negative outcome. If our great-grandparents could trade places with us, they would. No matter how confused you feel a Trump voter, a Hillary voter, a Bernie voter is, what they're saying is that they want the world to be better as defined by what they think will make the world better. If someone wants to build a wall, they want to do that because they think that's going to solve a problem, even if that problem doesn't exist. People with bad ideas aren't bad people. Just as if I thought 2 plus 2 equals 5, it doesn't make me bad. It means I'm confused. I either haven't had access to all of the information available, or if I have, I've rejected the truth because of some other piece of information that I hold that I feel is more important. This is the situation we're all in. And to paraphrase Plato, the only thing I'm absolutely certain of is that I'm absolutely certain of nothing. I think vertical farms, maglev trains, renewable energy, direct democracy, collaboration, the sharing economy, the internet of things, digital currency, etc., are great ideas that will help move our civilization forward. Am I certain that they will? No. Am I certain they're perfect? No. I think that women should have access to abortions, and that gun regulation is a good idea. Does this mean that I think someone who doesn't want women to, in their eyes, quote, 
kill babies is bad? No. Does this mean that someone who wants to protect their own freedom in their eyes with the right to bear arms is bad? No. This was my first step toward this idea of creating utopia. The recognition that everyone is trying to make the world better, no matter what they believe. This may sound radical, and I would love to hear anyone's thought on the subject. But let's take a member of ISIS. Let's just stop and put aside the consequences of their actions and ask ourselves, do they believe that they're making the world worse? No. How could they? They believe that their actions are the proper ones to take in order to improve the conditions of the planet and in the afterlife. They're seriously mistaken, but they are not inherently bad people. They weren't bad babies. You can take any baby, move them to any part of the world, give them access to or restrict access to certain books and information, and you will have a radically different human being. This is no one's fault, and this means that there's no one on the planet who isn't worth reaching out to. There's no one too far gone. This episode is intended to show, from an agnostic, that love thy neighbor and treat others how you want to be treated is really the baseline value. We're all neighbors on the planet. Next door, next block, next city, next state, next country next continent where does the limit of neighbor extend to are you looking at people in different countries like they aren't your neighbor are you looking at someone who voted differently than you as someone who truly wants the world to be worse i know it's hard to see especially when people are prone to saying vile and hateful things to one another but truly deep down no matter what someone's saying they feel and they think that they're making things better for at least themselves and those connected to them. I've written a short book available on Amazon called Legacy, The Future Started Yesterday. It's about a terminal billionaire who's accumulated his wealth acting in ways many find deplorable. He's then given access to knowledge serendipitously and sees that he has the power to change the world for the better. This is the position that unfolded almost directly opposite with Trump, but this is also a position we all are in. We all have the ability to make the world better. It isn't very hard. We just have to recognize that our own lives improve if the lives of others around us are better as well. I would love to debate economists and fans of Adam Smith, because while serving your own self-interest tends to have positive spillover effects in many ways, your self-interested actions can have negative effects that outweigh the positive. Other than true psychopaths, we all have empathy built into our operating systems. This allows us to see that it isn't okay when other people are suffering. I'll quickly hit on a topic I'll be spending an entire podcast on very soon, on the concept of social currency in my book, Legacy. We all recognize that there are trends moving in our society in North America, and it's moving it in a certain direction. So unemployment and underemployment, the wealth gap, education that's difficult to afford, Uber, Airbnb, automated kiosks, self-driving cars, digital currency. 
where we're heading is hard to foresee, but the direction is kind of becoming evident. We're reorganizing the economic system so that it serves more people more effectively, or at least we're trying. Social currency is a way to boost the sharing economy, provide incentive to a universal basic income, and enable the 99% of the global population that has access to less than 10% of the planet's wealth and resources to play a new economic game that has cooperation and positive action incentivized within. If this idea sounds interesting to you, check out Legacy, or wait for a few weeks for the podcast. If you can't afford the book, send me a message on Twitter at creating underscore utopia, and I'll send you a copy for free. The final segment, How to Create Utopia, is the way I end every podcast with a semi-actionable idea that can hopefully make life or the world a little bit better. This week, it is in regard to what I hope to accomplish and what you can do to help if you feel it might have value. I hope to connect with individuals who are open-minded from whatever background or ideology. It doesn't matter where the starting point is. I hope that we can share the ideas that move society forward, like vertical farming or the sharing economy or whatever. Through social media and just good old-fashioned face-to-face conversation, we actually can steer the continental and even global conversation toward positive ideas that have the ability to make it through the noise and land in someone's consciousness. I don't have many listeners on this podcast, but those who have made it this far, you have the ability to get positive ideas out there in the world. Just by sharing this podcast, if someone was unfamiliar with vertical farming, maybe they googled it, and who knows who they might tell. I thought about starting a news network to just share positive, impactful stories from around the world. I thought about writing more books. But without a starting place, it's hard to gain any traction. We all have to start at zero. I'm hoping that through social media, I can connect with you, regular people, like me, who want change and who want to be involved in actually improving the world, not only for ourselves, but for everyone else. The next chapter of episodes is going to be elaborating on the potential we have to dismiss the outdated modes of thinking that are holding society back and show that it actually is possible to make the world better. We're doing it all the time and have been, well, forever. for listening to this week's episode of Creating Utopia. Follow me on Twitter at creating underscore utopia and make sure to ask questions, comment. I'll make every effort to reply to them all. Stay tuned for the next podcast titled Misplaced Anger. <laughs>